0: Hello, welcome to a special, 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 I want to say episode, but it's not really going to be a series, is it? So just welcome to a special show celebrating International Women's Day, which was yesterday. Um, I'm joined, well, obviously by myself as your host, Anita, by me, and I am here with the Gold Diggers podcast, the first black-led The all-female football podcast, I can't believe I messed that up. The all-first, all-black-led, all-female football podcast, but I have three beautiful ladies with me. Brianna, we'll start with you. How are you doing today? Hi,
3: I'm fine, thanks. I'm happy to be here. It's great to discuss women in football and women in sport in general. Just just for context, Brianna, what what team do you support? Arsenal. Sometimes fortunately, sometimes unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Well, you're in top four now, so fortunately, fortunately. Um, Tima, nice to see you. How are you doing today? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Sun's out, so uh, it's all good.
1: And what team do you support, Tima? Uh, uh, win or lose, up for the Mighty Blues, so Chelsea.
0: I'm so sure there are so many Arsenal fans, I probably clicked like, the X button right now and said, <laughs> yep, nope, not doing this. <laughs> But I've got another surprise for you, Arsenal fans. Brie, how are you doing today?
2: Hello, I'm good. So I'm Brie, and I support the champions of the world. <laughs> I'm a very shameless I'm Chelsea fan. So if you can't bear us, you might as well just hop off now. But yeah.
0: <laughs> it's actually quite funny because these are the most. I don't want to say vicious, but they're powerful when they do speak about football. So make sure you do follow all of us on our social media. And we are the Gold Diggers podcast, Gold Diggers UK, Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. So I guess we'll just get this started with a little introduction of how we all got into football. So I don't know. Should I start with me? I'll start with me. So I got into football literally just watching my dad like watch football and he was always so emotional about it and I wanted to feel that emotion as well in it so then I started playing it in school started playing it like just recreationally at break time boys v girls were we'll always losing and stuff and it was it was just fun in it it was fun and then I think I saw Thierry Henry rip apart Chelsea at one point and my dad was extremely sad about it and that's when I knew that Thierry Henry was my favourite player to ever like, to this day, he's still my favourite player ever. So, I guess that's how I got into football. Brianna, what about you?
3: Um, Yeah, for me, it was the same. Like, I watched my uncle and we used to, like, watch football together, like, all the time. I used to come home from school when we used to have, like, Champions League nights on um, Tuesdays on ITV. And I used to go to his house and, like, watch football with him. And he, like, got me all my first Arsenal shirts and stuff. I played football a little like at school but to be honest I wasn't very good at it Um, so (laughs) I was better at watching and just like as you said Thierry Henry like every Arsenal fans dream like growing up watching the Invincibles and like even Fabregas like back in the day we had amazing players and it was just great fun to watch
0: by the way Fabregas who left for Barcelona and ended up at Chelsea winning the Premier League and a European trophy just putting that out there but before we go to you Timo was anyone here actually good at football uh, growing up anyone oh Bree, you were good at football how did you play who did you play did you play for a team
2: um so I played for the boys team um as (laughs) a defender (laughs) I played for the boys team and then I was also playing in the girls team. So I was always either a defender or a goalkeeper. You might be shocked to hear, but at the time I was quite tall for my age. So I was an amazing goalkeeper, you know, um, Czech vibes, you know, um, (laughs) Oliver Kahn vibes. Yeah, that was me.
0: (laughs) I hear it. And I I totally believe you. I believe you and everyone else. I hope you believe her too, as much as I do.
1: Well, Tima, on to you. How did you get into football? So um, I have an older brother, and when I was growing up, I idolised him. So him and my dad used to sit and watch football all the time. So then, you know, me being my brother's shadow, used to always um, also sit with them and watch watch football. Um, and then really got immersed into it. You know, as you grow up, you know, you have the the banter in school, like who who supports who, and you know, the big teams are always. Manchester United, Arsenal when I was growing up. So, the few few Chelsea fans used to congregate and, um, yeah, to be honest, we were right um, in longevity. Uh, it just shows that I made the right decision supporting the best team in the world.
0: I love that you said the few Chelsea fans congregated because that was actually <laughs> the vibe. Like, I remember there used to be loads of Arsenal fans, loads of Man United fans, yeah. Liverpool fans as well. Like, there were loads of them. And then you had, like i ain't even a chelsea fan and then 2004 was our year like that was our year We're like okay cool (laughs) now we can talk with the big boys brie finally coming to you how did you get into football
2: um so i got into football mainly because i just used to watch football a lot with my dad and then growing up from primary school um I just took an interest in also playing in the sports. So as a child, I was always athletic. So, whilst watching, you know, Ronaldinho and Ronaldo and everybody, I was just inspired to become a footballer myself, which obviously didn't work out. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> football's just always been a part of me since being a child. So, it's very much ingrained in my DNA.
0: Job was so crazy. You mentioned Ronaldinho, you mentioned Ronaldo. How on earth did you end up as a goalkeeper, Brie? How did
2: that happen? <laughs> Listen, I was inspired by Oliver Kahn, yeah? I grew up in the Oliver Kahn era. Like, he was an aggressive um keeper, and I wanted to be like him. And that's where I got a bit of my German twang from as well, you know? Don't take nothing from anybody. But um, no, jokes aside, like, I tried to dribble like Ronaldinho, but I realised like, I can't be close to that. So, yeah, I made myself redundant as a goalkeeper. <laughs>
0: That's actually so funny is that harsh realisation where you deep that yeah maybe I can't actually play like this person. I used to think I could play like anybody but yeah no that didn't turn out so great. But let's get into the really nitty here. So we're here to discuss I would say I wouldn't say triggering things but these things may be triggering to some viewers but it's really just about our own experiences and being in the sports industry, the football industry specifically, like we we've all dibbled and dabbled into the football industry. And for us, football means a lot more than what people may think. So I'll I'll start with you, Timo. For me personally, football helps me with like my mental health. It helps me to make friends. And it, it just helps me to keep going in general. Like obviously I work in football now. Like that's how that's how much football means to me. But for you,
1: what does football mean to you? I think it's like very very similar like I think football has always been a constant in my life through the good and the bad times and I think it's just that camaraderie I was thinking the other day about joining um gold diggers actually and how it's like really helps with my mental health and particularly you know we've just come you've just been in, in the pandemic coming out of the pandemic making like really good connections because you guys are amazing and doing amazing things as well like So I think it's definitely that kind of link with people that you know, not necessarily you would really come across. But also it's like passion, like really something else outside of work, because work is heavy. So something else outside of work that you can have that you can really enjoy. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like sometimes Chelsea do take me to the brink of insanity. (laughs) I've dedicated my first five grey hairs to Chelsea Football Club. Um, but you know it's all it's like really an enjoyment an enjoyment thing as well I don't understand how people don't like football like I just don't understand it it just means so much to me and yeah it's always brought me majority of the time it's brought me a lot of a lot of joy in my life
0: Speaking of being pushed to the brink, Brianna, I'm sure you've had many years <laughs> where Arsenal have really just ugh, got you to that to that point where you're just like, oh, I can't stand football anymore. But what kind of keeps you going with this sport?
3: Well, I think for me, is like, despite the ups and downs, you still have like a love for your club. Like it's something that once you decide to like support your club, like it, they can do well, not anything, but they can sort of be at the brink of relegation. They can be like at the highest heights. And it's the fact that you feel so connected to the club, like it makes you feel as if it's something that you want to continue with, continue supporting, continue watching. And it just becomes like a part of you. Like I feel like if I stopped watching football, I stopped being a football fan,
0: I don't think I'd be me. What, 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 what? I felt that. I felt that I felt that one and Brie kind of obviously you're the co-founder of Gold Diggers and just listening to what team and Brianna have said about what football means to them how important was it for you to create Gold Diggers and make it such a safe space for women who want to watch football?
2: Um, it was very important because, as we all know, a space like this never existed before and essentially Goldiggers was created as a safe haven for women to come together to discuss it. And I feel like without a space like this, um, you know, I feel like the outside community wouldn't realise there are women that just look like us, that enjoy football just as much, because I feel like prior to that there was a whole stereotype on a type of women I watch football. Whereas sometimes men would see women like us and be like, What are you doing watching football? I think having started gold diggers it has really changed narrative from what do you know about football? to hmm I actually want to hear about your opinion and that's essentially the whole purpose of it and what I'm really proud to have started this space with you Anita is because we are literally a part of the change and we're so lucky that we're growing up in an era where things are actually changing that women are finally being given a voice not just in football but just in life in general so I think yeah like it's it, it, it was so important in being a part of change specifically in football where it's a very much male-dominated environment And yeah, well, that's it in a nutshell.
0: (laughs) How beautiful. How beautiful. No, but in all honesty, starting up Gold Diggers was to kind of take the misogyny out of the game now. if, If the shoe fits as you're watching, just keep watching and we'll teach you how to push out that misogyny. Because what we don't like as women is when men... They, they can get a little bit patronising when it comes to football. They can they can kind of put impose their own opinions on us and tell us our opinions are wrong and kind of ask us, you know, what do we know about football? What's we'll the offside rule, et cetera, et cetera. And this all prevails on social media. Like, social media has probably been the biggest catalyst for such misogyny. And I, I don't know. I think before starting Gold Diggers, it was very prevalent and... Nowadays, I don't see as much, but Brianna, coming to you, like, before, you know, the Gold Diggers era, before getting into Gold Diggers, what was social media like for you as a a woman in football?
3: I'm not going to lie, it was terrible. Like, I think Gold Diggers has really made a difference in terms of, like, the reception that I get online when I say things about football, because the podcast is, like, reputable and people enjoy, like, listening to you guys' views. Um... Like, when I first sort of um, came on Twitter, it was a long time ago now, I think 2011, um, I sort of... Didn't really used to tweet much about football. It was kind of like just my 2 p here and there. But then I noticed that kind of around 2013, 2014 times, if I would say something about football, maybe like all the way up until like 2016, it's kind of like, what do you know about this? Mm -hmm. Like the sort of the get back into the kitchen types of things. I had threats. I had somebody saying, oh, I know where you go to uni. Um, I'll throw acid at you. I had so much stuff to the point where my account like was anonymous like I just had like one of those football abbeys, and people actually thought I was a boy and then after sort of like a while I was like you know sorry, it just dawned on me like yeah I remember sorry go on <laughs> after a while I thought like this is ridiculous like at the end of the day I have a right to express my views just like everybody else and I just sort of like forget it like this isn't going to be an anonymous account anymore I'm going to say what I have to say and um, then like when obviously I listened to you guys's first episode um was it 2018 um like while I was at uni could have been 2018 2018, 2019 yeah while I was at uni and I was like like you guys are saying your opinions like you're not being afraid to like say what you have to say about football and that really inspired me to just be like I'm gonna say what I want I'm gonna tweet what I want and um I feel like since then there was definitely a shift on social media about how people speak to women specifically black women online about football
0: what about you, Tima? Do you do you kind of share the same um, the same story as Brianna or is your story a little bit different?
1: I think my story is not as extreme. I, I've throughout probably in the last two years, I've really got into Twitter. Throughout, I was a bit on and off, but me like to get back into the kitchen comments, which I find hilarious because I can't cook. So I mean, if I was, <laughs> I, what what would really happen? So. Um, yeah i think yeah like similar con- similar con- uh, context and you know the lack of respect of your views as well like as if your opinion is not valid in this kind of space i think but i think there's also the intersectionality between being black and liking football and being a black woman in football and then if you're a black woman supporting chelsea like in football like pfft, yeah. like you might as well they, men don't really know what to do with you like they don't understand i do think like i've always had this real belief that obviously like gold diggers are doing their thing and you know we're we're really big and i have massive respect for for everyone who's part of the the podcast or um, listens to it but i do i've always thought that the big accounts the big accounts for every single every single club have a responsibility to really big up women and i don't see it enough and that's what really frustrates me you know i mean there's a lot of big chelsea accounts and i don't really see them advocating for women or or, or being that ally that we re- that we really need them to be because you know you have they have the influence to really to really change per- uh, perceptions on, on, online and i think that's probably one thing that really frustrates me
0: and in terms of like change their perception online brie Obviously, gold diggers, we, we've tried to do that several times. But how important is it, like Tima said, for these big organisations and these big clubs to kind of come out and show the allyship for women? And have you seen a change in that in recent in recent years?
2: I haven't seen much of a change in recent years, but I'm seeing that they're trying to pick it up one by one. But why I'm a bit apprehensive, because sometimes it does feel a bit performative where they're sort of doing it because everybody else is doing it or they're doing it because, yeah, right now women in football are trending. Do you know what I mean? I want it to become a thing where it's normalized, where even if, for example, women in football are being co-signed by the bigger clubs, the bigger um, platforms that it actually becomes more of a norm and I feel like as much as we're getting there we still have a long way to go and I'm just glad that a platform like Goldigus exists which you know we're we're doing our own thing where we're trying to push ourselves to you know get co, co, not co-signed but for everybody to respect us and understand our view that we're not in a position where we're depending on anybody to you know, say, okay, yeah, I'm here for it, listen to them sort of thing. I don't know if you guys get what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, essentially, the point I'm trying to make here is as great as it is, that yeah, other platforms and stuff, they need to co-sign women in football at the same time. I don't... Oh why i'm a bit apprehensive about that is because we're women already and i don't want us to be in a position where we have to depend on anyone for anything
1: so i actually
2: want it to be a case where we've done it all by ourselves and nobody can say oh i put them on and also i'm proud of going because we have done everything on our own without the help of anything i mean we have hundreds of thousands of streams having not have had a single sponsor or anything so again like remember dependability we're women we're trying to show that we are independent in this space that's very much male dominated but yeah I feel like I'm rambling but I hope you guys get what I'm trying to say
0: (laughs) no like yeah, I totally get what what you're saying and if anyone else wants to add to that please feel free to just buy in but honestly I get what you're trying to say like sometimes yeah I'm not gonna lie to you the independent woman thing sometimes I'll be like y'all need to come and take some of this independent stuff off of me like y'all need to just come and back us a little bit but being able to say that, you know, we're women and we've got we we've, we've got to where we are just by talking about football because we're passionate about what what we love watching on, on television. I think that alone is a brilliant accolade to have um for each and every one of us. And just wheeling it back to like social media and stuff, like for me personally, like if I tell you guys my story with social media and being a woman, a black woman as well, in football, Jesus Christ, like a lot of you will probably turn off your stream and go and apologize to anyone that you feel like you've doubted that watches football because it's it's been a struggle. It's been, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster of a journey and when I started showing my parents the type of abuse that I would get on social media, I remember my dad, literally, he broke down and he got in his car, like he was just driving. Like, he went for a long drive, then he came back and he was like, do you have the addresses of these people? I was like no, that he was like, I don't think I can hold back. Like, we need to find them and we need to beat them up. And I'm like, Dad, that's not the amicable way to go about things, you know? Like, he's like, but people cannot be saying these things to you. And I guess it's just people need to be a bit more careful about how they do approach women in football because there are things that you can say that are very hurtful to, to one person and that can break somebody's self-esteem, not mine in particular. You can tell me anything and I'm going to throw it back at your hairline. Trust me, I can do it with anything. I promise you, I will do it. But at the end of the day, not all women are strong enough to do things like that. And that's why I commend Gold Diggers, because we stand for women who aren't able to do all of that and who want to have a voice for that and we can be that voice for them. Um so moving moving on to into something a bit more positive, uh, do do you guys think there are any women in football at the moment that are some standout women that you want to kind of give some praise to for leading the way apart from anyone in gold diggers? <laughs> yeah, Brie.
2: Anita Biome me?
0: Who? me?
2: <laughs> yes, you.
0: <Awesome. laughs> yeah.
2: No, but seriously, Jason, definitely you, because as you said, like your journey has been crazy. And, you know, I've watched it from the very, very start. So I think you've really, really set the precedence of what can be achieved. And I feel like you're literally, you're setting an example. You're almost like the pioneer of... You know create breaking barriers the grass ceiling for black women in football because it's so unfortunate that it's only becoming a thing now but i'm really glad that you're that person that is driving that change and inspiring younger girls as well so perhaps to you girl you know i'm being formal with you right now <laughs>
0: Y'all know I cry on everything, Like You guys actually know I cry at everything, okay? <laughs> Pull it together.
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> anyone else? Oh, thank you, Bree. Any anyone else? Anyone? Honestly, anyone else?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, honestly, I, I, I know you said you don't. You said that we can't say the gold diggers get women, but I think honestly, I think you guys are all amazing and doing. Everyone is doing their thing and. Actually, you know the recognition that we've got over the last three years—incredible. Like, it's, honestly, I, I'm speechless. Like, and I, I, it's such a supportive network as well. Other than the gold diggers, I also want to give props to any Luco. Listen, I—she is my idol, and I'm not even—I'm not even joking. Like, I, the, the things that the, that woman has gone through, and to be where she is today—wow! Like, wow! I just I, honestly, I idolise the woman, and she's a play for Chelsea. So <laughs> I also don't think she I'm gets nervous. enough. I don't think she gets enough props for her playing career. She she had over hundred caps for England, but that gets that gets forgotten about because of the incident that basically led to her international retirement. And even the way that she handled that. Listen, if if I went through those those same instances that she did you'd be visiting me in the HMP somewhere, some (laughs) in prison somewhere, because she really handles it with a lot of grace. And I still don't think the FA really they didn't really get the criticism that they deserved and the apology was weak and pathetic if you ask me. But anyway, she's a very good she's a very good pundit, great playing career, and as I said, she's absolutely my idol about
0: you Brianna, anyone in football
1: even anyone in sports
0: I have
3: two so first I want to do another shout out to you Anita and you Bri for gold diggers, <laughs> not seriously because I like even to be able to listen to women talk about football like during uni was something and black women was something that i could have never envisioned it's something i never expected and it was so refreshing and so nice to see myself represented that way and then to be able to join and like to be able to get to know you guys has just truly been amazing and also like anita i don't think you understand like how much the difference you make like seeing you for example on sky Sports. that like sometimes my dad or my uncle will ring me and be like your friend is on tv like oh and she's saying like, all this stuff and blah. like it's truly it's so amazing and it's so inspirational and to other people who aren't on gold diggers like it must be even more amazing because they don't even get to participate or see themselves represented in that way um and then for a footballer alex scott for me um Obviously, because she was an Arsenal legend. Um <laughs> so an Arsenal legend. Um, but also like her the um way in which like she's become a pundit and like people don't speak about her like, oh, like a woman um sort of pundit. They just say, oh, like Alex Scott, like people were looking forward to hear her punditry, like it wasn't a case where they were making a big deal about the fact that she was a woman in football. And I really found that so nice to see on social media and encouraging. Um, and also like her playing career, she was one of the people that like, um, got me to watch women's football. Cause at that time, women's football wasn't even really on TV. Like it, it still doesn't get as much coverage as we would like, but it's obviously improving. So definitely like those, all you two and Alex Scott for me, definitely being like an inspiration.
0: I think those are some good choices that we've all made um <clears throat> sorry I'm a bit emotional mm-hmm. but yeah those are some really good choices that we've all made and I do feel I do feel like there have been some changes especially regarding the coverage of Mumbai's football like you said Brianna it's not where we want it to be just yet but it's getting there slowly and it's a process so hopefully you know by the time we all have kids here we'll be able to like show our daughters that yeah like this is what we had to go through to make sure that this is what you're seeing right now. You know, to make sure that women's football and the coverage of more women in sport is is visible in your faces. Because growing up, right, the reason why my dad didn't want me to be a footballer personally is because my dad was like, "Well, I don't watch women's football. Like, I don't see any woman on on TV. So, who you said you're gonna make it?" Type of thing. He was like, "I've not seen it." But he was alright with me being a tennis player, though. He was like, yeah, up over Serena Williams, Venus Williams, you're fine, you know? But when it came to football, it was like, yeah, no, nah, that's not happening. So hopefully, you know, this is one step closer to inspiring the younger generation to get into sports, get into football. And I guess, like, for for men who are, who are watching this and kind of, I wouldn't say want some tips, but would like to know the harsh reality. The harsh reality is when we go to football games, the vibe is different from when we go to like WSL games, you know, the vibe is different. And, but, I, I don't want to say that there's a clear and evident reason as to that. There's a whole article explaining um, why certain women do feel a type of way when they go to men's, men's games as opposed to women's games. But there is a certain culture that, that needs to be changed and it does need to be a, a certain culture shift um, to make more women more comfortable to, go to, to, want, to want to go to match day games as well. But we won't delve into that today. There's a whole article there for you guys to go and read. Um, hopefully it will have the link in the description but girls this has been extremely fun and it's been very informative and I really appreciate you all sharing your stories and if there is anything else you want to share now is your time anything
2: follow Gold Ears tune into to our episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify Apple, whatever your choice your info, tree, you will laugh if you need, if you're having a bad day. just listen to us I promise you will laugh yeah
0: <laughs> honestly they're funny girls like they're really funny do you know what let me let me give you a little bit of a taster now Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Wolves, West Ham were all fighting for that top four spot and I know Chelsea's safe right I think Chelsea's safe anyway yeah I'm not entirely sure about Man United and Arsenal, but I'll start with Tima. <laughs> Who do you think gets that last spot,
1: and why? Isn't like, last couple of episodes I got a lot of grief because I suggested that Wolves may finish in the top four, so yeah. maybe I shouldn't <laughs> talk about that because I don't want any more grief. I I keep going backwards and forwards. I think I think it's Arsenal's to lose, but. One thing about Manchester United they always find a way I don't know how. they always find a way so I'm going to say I'm actually going to say United I'm sorry I just about them that I just think in the end they will just pit Arsenal Um what about you Bree?
2: Um I still think Arsenal um, because, like I've said, they have no reason to be outside of top four. And if they don't make it, Then they're actually big losers. And the L in Arsenal stands for losers. And they should be very ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: she said the L in Arsenal stands for but losers. Yeah. I'm dead.
2: <laughs> you go, they have to finish top four. I'm so sorry. There's no explanation. Like, Brianna, it has to be Arsenal.
0: Over to you, Brianna. (laughs) Uh, Well,
3: I agree. I think that we should make it. As I said on the weekend with Arsenal, though, I expect nothing sometimes and I'm still disappointed. So, I mean, realistically, as I agree with Bri, it's ours to lose. I think that team are saying United will make it is just Arsenal's slander agenda because... (laughs) For me, I don't understand how you could say a team that's struggling to score right now is going to make it to top four. It's just not possible. And as for Wolves, I think that's hilarious, personally. I just think you have an agenda and it's just provocation. And we know that Arsenal will prevail in this case.
1: Team, but, are you OK with that? Are you artist in or artist out today? Because it's just a bit flip flops. So I just want to know. It doesn't flip, flop. I'm
3: Arsenal in. I told you, I'm Arteta out. Arsenal in.
1: Guys, on the weekend, let's see what Brianna says because it could change. <laughs>
0: And we will leave it there. Listen, please do give Gold Diggers a follow at Gold Diggers UK on Twitter at Gold Diggers UK underscore on Instagram. Make sure you follow um, their their streams on Spotify, on Apple on Apple Podcasts, and of course subscribe to their content on YouTube. And for everyone who's watching, thank you for watching, and I hope you have a good day wherever you are. Glory line, glory
1: line, I